Welcome to One Shot Dungeons, Episode 7. I'm Kyle, your Dungeon Master slash Game Master. Uh, we're joined by Jakey, our reoccurring player. And today we're joined by a old-time friend, Jake. I don't know, you don't really have any experience playing Dungeons & Dragons. Do you know much about it? Or Nope. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Only your closest friends play and you didn't even ask about it. Yeah. What a pity. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, you're gonna get a nice little jump into it today, and uh, we'll show you some things and get you through this session. Cheers, everyone. Have a good oh, one. we're doing this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're doing this. Here comes yeah. the cinnamon shots. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look like you have fancy drinks. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Okay, so Cyprus, you uh, after a restful night in the manor, uh, you find yourself awaking to the daylight kind of brinking in through the windows. Uh, you're feeling well rested and a little bit more powerful after your recent level up. Uh, what are you gonna do, Jake? Stop clicking that pen. I'm not uh, clicking a pen. Oh, that's fucking Kyle. How dare you? <laughs> he should know better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna leave leave the room uh, and then go find the uh, Montaigne. Okay. Um, as you walk out of the room, you see the Warforged that had been guarding your door all night, uh, standing there now with a small envelope in hand. As it sees you open up the door, it turns towards you and hands over a tightly packed envelope that says uh, Zgrath across the front of it. Okay. I open up the letter. Okay. Uh, inside of it, you just see a kind of fairly small note, as it just says. Uh, <laughs> I'll be in my study all day, so I can't see you off, but uh, your boat should be awaiting you down out back. The Warforged will take you there. Um, if you'd like to, you can grab food on your way out. If not, he should have some for you later. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, is there anything else you want to do, or are you just going to follow on the Warforged and head on out? Yeah, I'm going to follow, because these guys are always on my dick, following yeah. me around, so I can't really do anything without them noticing. Okay, uh, so it really leads you out back down the hallway through one of the main tunnels that takes you to the back door. Uh, you walk out into the back little forested area as you walk down a muddy trail. As you look out around, it's still fairly sunny, but there seem to be some dark clouds off in the distance out over the ocean. Um, as you kind of roll up over the top of this hill, you can see down now it swoops down pretty steep as it leads to a small little dock, and you see a decent-sized little ship at the bottom of it. The Warforged continually approaches down as he walks you to the docks. Uh, he stops right at the edge, like when the wood begins to start, and it just kind of nods towards you, and then begins walking back up the hill. Uh, aboard the ship, you see a man in a dark, he's got like a dark hood kind of all over over his head, 
with a nice little cloak on as you see him kind of tying some knots and basically prepping up the ship. Uh, yeah. Ahoy, sailor. Who's the captain of this ship? That's yep, me. That's you. Elwin. <laughs> now oh, you're, you're, the, you're the captain, huh? You bet your ass I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, Montaigne, Seagrass Montaigne sent me down here to get a ride from you to uh, the next city. You know anything about that? Nope. <laughs> well, I'm going to need a ride. Where you head? <laughs> well, I'm heading north. Okay, I'm going north. To the Witten Okay, Storm. well, I'm going to need you to do something for me. Okay. okay. Are you going to ask me what? <laughs> I'm going to need a new cloak. You want a new cloak? I want a new cloak. <laughs> Is, am I doing it right or no? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> if that's what you want, I mean, that's all up to you. You're just making it a little more difficult. No, I don't want to. I'm going to want a favor later. I don't want any questions. I just want you to do it. Very mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Mysterious world out there, buddy. Uh, so do we got a deal. Uh, okay, I guess. I mean, you're the only ride. <laughs> Montaigne told me to come to you, and there's a huge mis conception about what's about to happen so if montaigne trusts you i'm putting blind faith in montaigne so might as well put blind faith into you i'll i'll owe you a favor uh also i'm kind of curious jake did you read the little backstory thing that i sent you (laughs) i didn't get a backstory (laughs) i emailed you one just like a few hours ago it was a second email There was a second email. It's gonna make all this make a lot more sense to you if you read that really quick. It's not very long. It's about half a page. Just read through that really quick. All right, let's start over. No, we're not. I thought this was like we're leaving it. Okay, fine. Yes, you can come along. (laughs) Do I still owe you that favor? It was very ominous. I was. uh, I'm afraid. No, you don't owe me a favor. I've already been paid. <laughs> you were trying to hustle me. Yeah, well, I'm a criminal, so. <laughs> I don't usually think people say that they're criminals. You must be well known. Well, do you want to ride? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, you're going I'll north, right? Along. Yep. As you get onto the ship there, Cypress, uh, you look around and you notice that it's just you two. It's a fairly small ship, so it can be kind of, it's just a single sail, small boat, so it could be maneuvered fairly easily, even with just one man with a bit of work. So he's probably pretty experienced if he's been doing this by himself. Are we talking like size-wise, like Sea of Thieves, the smaller boat? Uh, Ooh, I like it. Yeah, fairly close to that. I mean, it's, Maybe a little smaller? Uh, it's about... 60 feet i mean like oh inside. Okay. so it's a decent size but it's just a single sail you've got a small little below deck on it built in with two little stages one leading up to the uh the controls itself and then kind of a little center bridge area yeah it's still it's pretty early in the morning at this point the clouds are kind of rolling in from the distance as you see like a storm kind of brewing off and out deeper at sea looks like we got a storm a brewing yep with a tiny bit of work, you get yourself untied the rest of the way, and you guys knock the ship off and begin to set sail. Uh, you guys have two separate paths that you could take, and you would know about those, Ellen. 
so I mean, you see this elf kind of wandering around deck. Uh, he's a tad bit taller than you, like most elves are. Fairly kind of slender, but a little a little more built than most other elves as well. Uh, you guys begin breaking off as uh, you can set two paths, kind of that you would know how to take to get here, Elwyn. You two can kind of talk through that and decide which way you'd like to go. So, Jakey, do you you want me to discuss with you, or do you just want me to decide for us? That's up to you. You that's your character. You can say, "Oh, we got these two paths. We can go this way," or like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna do my own thing." All right, I got two paths, so we could go through the north, uh, but have the chance of running into some crown ships. Uh, this is a half or one and a half day travel. And then the other path is more east. Um, we can go that way to try to avoid crown ships, but uh, run the risk into some creatures or unknown beasts. I don't want to deal with beasts. I'd rather just deal with people. Is that the path you usually take? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. Let's do it. Mm, well, now, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know either. I've never I've never sailed this way uh, that I remember. Uh looking at the boat, do, am, am I have any past memories of like being on a sailboat before? Or How can I ask you questions? Yeah. Oh, I am. And you know, have I been which way do I usually go? Uh you usually go so you usually go uh, straight north, but ever since the prison break, the waters have been like uh, the crown, the Witten Empire is kind of halting travel from the island because of been having some issues holding the people back around there. So it's going to be a oh, bit harder okay, to try and get past the guards if you guys decide to go that way. Um, yeah. And you've been through the east before, but it just takes, I mean, it takes extra time to try and break. But what about the beasts? What kind of beasts am I dealing with? I mean, ocean beasts. Who knows what it could be? Uh, roll a history check for me there, Cyprus. Ten. Ten? I mean, you figured you've been on boats probably before since you're on an island now, but you don't really have any memory of, like, serving as a deckhand or anything like that. So he's no help to me either way. <laughs> okay, well, <clears throat> this is what I have on my ship that I think would be useful. I have a harpoon gun, and I have beer. <laughs> and oh, other my. things, but but those are the most important things. A harpoon <laughs> gun and beer. Kyle, how many harpoon shots do I have? Uh, you've got like three large, this is like a large, large harpoon gun that you like mount to the front of your ship. So yeah, like it yeah, like clicks yeah, I see that. But you've got three shots with like rope that attaches to the back of them and basically like one large reel that you can use to like, who knows what you could have used it before in the past. You could use it to chase stuff or kill something if you need do to. I, how long's a rope? Uh, each one appears to be about like 60 feet. And how bad is going north? Uh, you just know that they've stepped up their like guard presence. And there's none the going east. There's uh, none going it's east. pretty empty over there. Not many people travel out to the east often. It doesn't say on my on the backstory how long it would take going east. How long? Uh, oh, it's I faster? forgot that. Two and a half. It adds a little Two and bit more time. Days? Yeah. Okay, we're going north. I'm going north. <laughs> okay, north Captain. it is. What what do you like to be called there, uh Elwin? Captain Elwin. Capiel? Capiel. Ooh. <laughs> Guess it has a ring to it, yeah. Stick with that. 
but only when we're on the boat. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you guys begin Maybe. heading up north. Uh, as you kind of break away from the land, it takes you a moment to kind of break away and get out in between this little cove that you guys started off in. As you're kind of mm-hmm. snapping away from the harbor and getting going, you see Elwyn running around the ship, pulling lines and setting up all this, all sorts of stuff. You see him untying knots as the large sail now drops down as he runs and jumps up and down a ladder and jumps back over to the little hand railing. You see him kind of rushing to try and get this thing going. You guys begin breaking off into the ocean. Uh, the wind's picked up pretty heavy as you guys kind of roll north um, a bit off the island here. So as you two are finally kind of breaking away from the land over here, off swinging around, you can hardly see them. They're just kind of small ships off along the horizon. Uh, You see a group of them kind of heading west as they're rounding around the other side of the island. So it doesn't appear to be heading directly at you or anything near. It's kind of hard to tell even what ships they could be or who they are uh, as you guys continue on. Uh, So as you guys kind of break up over here off, in the distance somewhere out here is where you see the three ships kind of disappear over the horizon. Um, this is the path you guys chose to take is kind of just shoot right to here rather than going up and around to it. Mm. Um, you see the ships kind of leading off. You guys continue making your way on through. Uh, the wind begins picking up a bit more as it's rocking the ship and the small ship, it takes the waves, but it's pretty strong as you begin hearing uh the lines up and the sails creaking and leaning the ship itself. You hear wood kind of bending underneath itself. Uh, the wind picks up a bit stronger as you kind of see yourself just leaning and dropping and leaning and dropping. Uh, Elwyn, roll a constitution saving throw with advantage. Uh, and you, Cypress, roll it just a regular constitution saving throw. 18 plus 5. Okay. And, but you're at advantage. When he says advantage, you can roll twice and choose the higher number. So if you roll higher than 18, you can take that one. Okay, so roll another one? Yeah, and if it's higher than an 18 plus 5, which probably won't be, but you could still keep the 18 because you're at advantage. I just re-rolled. I rolled a 7. Oh, okay. 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 And what about you, Jakey? Or, oh, Nat- natural 20. 20, okay. Um. Both of you are handling this pretty well. Surprisingly, Cypress, you're not even getting very sick on what would make most people, new travelers, leaning over the edge and throwing up at this point. Elwyn, you're so used, so you're pretty used to this as you've been on the ocean for quite some time. So even this leaning and rocking, it doesn't bother you at all. And it's practically just second nature. You guys continue throughout the day. You're a few hours into your travels now as you're still just kind of rocking and leaning the way through as the rain begins to set in. And it's just a complete downpour onto the deck. Uh, It's hard to even see what's off around you in the horizons. It's just dark clouds have kind of filled the air. You begin leaning some more as you hear some creaking and strange cracking coming from below the deck. Owen, you're so just fixated on like steering the ship as straight as you can right now and trying to keep good time that you're not really noticing. But uh, below deck, Cypress, you hear some strange, strange popping and cracking that doesn't quite sound normal. Uh, it's a little bit worrisome to you, but that's up to you as you guys continue on. I think you might have a leak underneath underneath the deck, and I'm going to run down there. Check it out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you run down there, you do see a bit of water kind of streaming in as some of the boards have begun kind of cracking out of place, uh, and you see some water kind of sliding in to the deck as you've got probably half an <clears throat> inch of water slowly filling below the deck. Is there any wood or anything that I can patch the holes with? 
down there? Uh, as okay. you look around, you do see like little. You'd see a little tool station and a stack of lumber kind of piled up. That's you'd guess yeah. used for some sort of repairs. I'm gonna start trying to patch the holes. You're having a bit of issues, but like trying to hold up the board by yourself and nail in shit. Um, as the water's still kind of pushing the board back a little bit, you're trying to hold it up. You finally get it to stick, and there's just a small little stream of water kind of pulling from the sides, but it appears to have stopped the leak. The severe leak that was bound to happen at some point if you didn't stop it now. So okay. you kind of, you solved an issue half-assedly. How thick is the water? Where I'm, What am I saying again? How thick is the water? Or how deep? Standing in maybe half an inch of water, if that. It's nothing to like, it's nothing that's going to sink your ship. But, oh, okay. Okay. It's uh, my it ship. It doesn't help, but I mean, it's raining and it's kind of pouring in. Yeah. It's, it's my <laughs> ship, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're below deck, uh, Elwyn, off in the distance, you begin kind of seeing a the small pack of ships that went rolled by a few hours earlier, kind of heading back up along the coastline. Um, they're kind of coming up over this way as you two are off over here. So they're just they're really hard to tell what they are. But you see about two to three ships kind of heading in your direction. Mm, Let me I show wanna, you on the So they're over here, kind of heading back this way where, as where you're over here. Okay. You're like right straight. about here. Keep heading. Are on. their ships faster than mine? Are they faster than mine? Uh, I mean, they appear to be moving fairly quickly. They're still pretty far off in the distance, so it's hard to even tell their size. You just see about three of them kind of moving in a pack. Keep on trucking on. As you're continuing on, the wind continually picks up as it begins just blowing and knocking towards your sail. Um, you see it up there as you'll lose wind for a moment and it flashes back at you and it's kind of slowing you guys down quite a bit. Uh, you're definitely not heading perfectly with the wind as it's changing so often. Um, go ahead and roll a survival check for me, uh, Elwyn. And what are you doing right now, Cypress? After I D20, you. right? Yeah. After I patch the hole down. <laughs> After I patch the I hole. I got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my ship. <laughs> Go ahead. So after I patch the hole downstairs, underneath, I'm going to come back. You're going to come back up? Okay. Uh, you see him kind of running around trying to set lines, and he's having a bit of an issue trying to do this all by himself. Uh, are you going to hop in and try and help or let yeah, him I'm do gonna, his thing? Yeah. I'm gonna okay. Roll with what, do you, check. what do you need me to do, Capiel? I got a D I got ten. Okay. Uh is there That's anything specifically total. you wanted to help you with? Mm, I want him to help me out with the lines and make me a sandwich. Sandwich first or lines? <laughs> lines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what was that rolling for? Survival. Okay. Well that's a three. Okay. Ah, and then shit. you got a ten. I got a ten. Uh so as you see him run back up, you shout out some orders to him as you kind of step away and hand the line over to him and you run over to another end of the ship. Uh, you're tying some lines a bit tighter to try and get the sail to stick tight. And uh, as you get a decent knot, you're pretty sure that this will hold for you. You see Cypress over there wrestling with a rope as it's kind of like blowing around out of his hands. It's taking him a minute. Uh, and you're definitely not too sure how secure his line is, but he appears to have tied it on. As you guys continue on, the ships are... So as you guys are kind of making your way up now, you can see the coastline of this little uh, peninsula. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. As you see it, uh, the coastline over here, you guys are kind of approaching up onto the end. Uh, it's rolling into the late afternoon already at this point. You guys have been sailing for quite a few hours as it's beginning to get a tad bit darker out already. 
the ships are they've closed up quite a bit with you guys as they're kind of cutting like cutting into the line with you guys and they're a few miles out still at this point you but you can get a better look at them both of you guys please roll an investigation for me i got a 14 plus 3 17 16 16 okay uh you guys can get a standard look on them now uh there's some pretty big size ships they're definitely quite a bit bigger than your guys's they've all got two sails set up on them um and you see some they appear to be a few story tall and you see a line of cannons kind of lining each side of them and they are the crown guard ships as they're rolling up towards you guys capiel it looks like we have the uh, guards coming up on us what do we what do we do okay we're going down we're staying on the river okay uh so as you guys continue on it's now getting a bit later into the evening as it's still just the storm is fully set in over here and you're not seeing any sunlight peeking through the clouds or anything it's getting a bit darker as well as it's kind of leading into night as you guys continue on for another hour the ships are now i mean they're well within three four hundred feet of you guys as you see these three large ships kind of pulling up and making their way as one kind of goes in front of you guys to basically block your path you see the other two kind of swing out around as they're kind of cornering you guys in and like pocketing you in basically with the land to your right and them kind of there uh as they begin pulling up the main one that parked in front of you guys you see a man stand out on the center of his ship as he's kind of just waiting as you guys are heading kind of directly at them i'm going to uh now that i know i can disguise myself i'm gonna turn into capiel okay uh capiel as you're kind of looking at uh cypress you see his change his skin begins to shift and parts of him begin to change as he now looks like your twin. You two look the exact same, and it's like staring into a mirror. But I'm going to put on... Capiel doesn't have a mustache, so I'm going to put a mustache on. <laughs> All right, Capiel, if we get pulled over by these guys, I am your twin brother, Willow, and I am here with you, and we just sell back. We go back and forth traveling goods, and your goods here that we are delivering is the crates of beer in your in your in your dock or in your ship mm-hmm. i don't know i'm kind of an alcoholic <laughs> you can okay. keep it you can keep it but we're wait just, we're we're gonna deceive them and say that's what we're delivering yeah yep so are you two stopping your ship then wait is it dark uh it's it's pretty much dark it, there's still a bit of light kind of glowing out and around and but how it's, far it's away are they bright. How far away are they from me? The ship in front of you guys is probably 200 to 300 feet in front of you guys as they've kind of like parked <gasps> to basically block you guys it. from as the other two so are kind would of you shimmy. Say like 120 feet? No, I'd say about 200 to 300 feet. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> are you going to let your boat continue to roll in a bit closer? Yes, I want to get, get a little with- closer. I want okay. to get within uh, 120 feet. Capiel, <laughs> I'm really afraid of what you're doing. What, what's your plan? Do we stop and talk to these guys and just try to tell them that we're delivering some items? Or are we going to fuck yeah, these guys Yeah, if up? that's the case. No, okay. I want to get within 120 feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why do you want to do that? Because it's <laughs> a need-to-know right. basis right now. Okay, but I want to mention to you that there's three other ships, not just this one. Or there's two other ships with this, just this one. So there's yeah. a lot of people that 
if you're planning to fight, because 120 feet, it seems like it's a ranged attack of some sort. So, so I'm just afraid that they have cannons on their ship that we've seen. We do not have cannons on our ship. We have harpoons. So I think our best course of action is try to convince them that we're okay and they don't need to pull us over. Yeah, that's and if that's that doesn't exactly work, what I'm doing. Okay, we're getting closer to them so okay. they can board our ship. Uh, okay, and if that doesn't work, then we can fight them. Just so you know, I do not want to die. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys begin rolling up, you're now approaching that 150, 120 feet range. Uh, are you gonna like drop anchor well, let's and like make it raise the sail? 120. All right. Are we 120? Uh, yeah, you're rolling right up into the 120 foot range okay. right now. Are you going to go drop anchor? Or are you going to continue sailing forward? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm going to use something that I have. Okay. I'm going to use superior <laughs> dark vision. Okay. To see to kind who of, these guys are. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to see who they are. Uh, roll an investigation check for me. 17 plus 3. Yes, 20. I mean, these guys are clearly guards from the Witten Empire. They're some of the crown guards <clears throat> on the ships. Uh, on the ship in front of you guys, you can at least see five people on the deck. Fuck. We're gonna get fucked, Jakey. You can see about five of them on that one, as you see two of them kind of running off and setting up a small little dinghy boat that they appear to be hopping onto with the captain himself. Uh, and then behind you guys, as you peer around the rest of the ships, they all appear to have about five or so guys on each other's ship as well. Um, those ones, they're all still just kind of staged on their ships. But this one appears to be getting ready to come over and board your guys' ship. Um, so are you going to anchor, or are you guys going to continue sailing right at them? Do these people, are they human? What are they? Uh, yeah, as you look around, they all appear to be human. I mean, it's kind of... <clears> okay, I'm going to anchor. Uh, between the both of you guys, you manage to run over and set everything as you drop in. You're now about 70 feet from them, so you can see them pretty well at this point as you see the small dinghy get lowered down and dropped into the water. Uh, you see what appeared to be the captain of that other ship as they begin floating towards you guys, and you see this small ship pull up to the side of you guys. Uh, <clears throat> he knocks onto the side of your ship as you hear him shout up from the water. Drop a ladder for me. <laughs> I dropped a ladder. You begin to hear the clanking of metal. As you see two, they look like kind of lower end ship hands, but they've got still suits of armor and small short swords on their sides as they approach onto the deck. And behind them, you see a large man in full plated armor with a large broadsword onto his side as he uh, approaches onto the deck. And he says, uh, who's the captain of this ship? That would be my brother, Cappy. Capiel. Okay, then. Uh, what you running today? I got beer. and um, Just beer. Crates of beer. And okay, food. then. Uh, he kind of peers over the both of you. Um, one of the guards kind of seems weirded out by you guys, as, like, hasn't seen often. You don't see twins too often, so it looks a little weird, but they're cool with it. Uh, he kind of looks you over and he says, uh, Anyone else on this ship that I should know about? No, just, nope. uh, just the two of us. Yep, just me and my brother, <coughs> Capiel. Yeah. Uh, care if I take a look around then? Uh, by all means. You see him head off as he begins uh, walking down under the ship. It takes him a few moments as he kind of shouts up to some of his men. He says, uh, 
Send Tony down here. I'll need a hand. Tony. And you see one of the yeah, you see one of the guards begin to kind of step down as he heads under deck with him as well. Uh, a few moments pass as you see both of them come up with uh, two cases of beer each and hands. Uh, they say, uh, we're going to have to confiscate some of this. Not my beer. You can take my twin brother, but not my beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, uh, I, I got one of your names, Tony. Um, that's our livelihood. We're, we're delivering this to the Witten stronghold. Uh, if we don't deliver it, we're not going to get paid the amount that was agreed upon, and we're going to look like assholes. So, I mean, if if you will uh, co- uh, compensate us for those two uh, cases, then we'll be okay. But, I mean, of course, we'll do it at a discounted rate for you guys. Says, uh, well, I promise we'll leave you some of it. But, uh, I mean, we're not going to pay. If you're delivering it to the Witten Empire, consider this a uh, half a job done. We work for them. We'd be getting some of it anyways. Uh, okay, that's that's fine. As long as it's going to the Witten, uh, the Witten Stronghold Empire, we'll be okay. I would like to know when we deliver this who oh. I should uh, tell the Queen Witten that, uh, where this beer went to. What captain? Well, it's not like you're going to be taking it to the Queen yourself, but uh, <laughs> you can tell them, uh, I don't know, Jack took it. Oh, and you can clearly tell that he's uh, lying to you about his name. He's basically kind of strong-arming you guys and saying, like, we're taking the beer. I really don't want this beer thing to be an issue, Kyle, <laughs> but I think it's going to be a problem. I think a fight's going to break out. Are you saying that to him? No, I'm just <laughs> thinking it in my head. <laughs> I'll, let, uh, I'll let her know that uh, Captain Jack took it. It's perfect. No. Well. Perfect. Uh, all right, everything well, else as around- he takes off, I, I take his boat number. like a license plate but on a boat you don't really see any numbers on the side of his ship (laughs) you do see like the flag of the Witten Empire hanging from the sails but you don't see any boat numbers alright they can just take it well as the two men he kind of sets his crates down and you see Tony and the other man begin kind of loading it onto their small little dinghy boat Um, uh, he kind of stops for a moment as he turns around and he says "Uh, so uh I suppose no issues here then, and uh, you guys are just upstanding citizens then, correct? Correct. That's okay, then uh, hail the queen. Hail the queen. But I say it in Elvish. <laughs> okay. Uh, he kind of <laughs> like a side eye, as he, he clearly doesn't like uh, difference in everything else. Uh, he kind of stares you down Cyprus, waiting for you to say it. Hail the queen. After a few more minutes of them kind of loading the deck, uh, he kind of gets ready to take off as he says, uh, be safe out there. Quite the storms are brewing tonight. Uh, not too safe to be sailing this close to the, uh, the island or the edge of land this time of night. But uh, good luck to the both of you. And I'll get my men out of your hair as he begins hopping back onto his dinghy. Uh, after a few minutes, you see them load up onto their ship and you see a man up in their crow's nest uh, kind of flash some flags up into the air. As you see the other two boats, the the one behind you and the one to your side, as those two kind of turn off and begin rolling around and getting out of your way. Uh, their ship, they do a slight little U-turn and pull off as well. Uh, that took quite a bit of time, so it's getting later in tonight at this point, and it's kind of hard. With the storm and everything, it, it is fairly difficult to see land and everything all in one shot. Uh, so are you guys going to continue on or just kind of park it here for the night? We're going to park it, yeah. but I'm not going to sleep. Kyle, I'm going to meditate. 
uh what do you do in cyprus is there anything you'd like to do i'll just sleep yeah i think that's uh, mm -hmm. okay find a nice spot under deck or something yeah so about well for you your meditation is about four hours and you are pretty like you're still coherent while it's happening but you don't really have to sleep sleep so as you kind of roll through the night uh the creaking of the ship continues on as it just dumps rain from up top uh you hear thunder and everything kind of just pouring down onto the deck not thunder you hear rain pouring down onto the deck and thunder crackling out in the distance as it kind of lights up and casts shadows all around you you wake up as cypress is still asleep and you've got about four hours to go elwin uh is there anything you want to do for the next four hours or are you good i would like to go back down to the boat and okay. look at that repair so you look it over and this <clears throat> is some pretty shoddy work compared to what you would have done so i mean you Damn could it, take the time Jake. to actually repair this like to i'm going to yeah i mean you pull it off as you're kind of hammering away you pop out his nails they're all crooked and set in strangely so it takes you a minute to break apart his work to get it set as you kind of snap it off a bit of water begins kind of draining back into the ship a little bit but you manage to plug it up quickly uh you also grab like a bucket of some of your tar that you know that you have on hand and uh knowing how to repair it correctly you kind of fill some of the gaps with a bit more tar and patch it up and it's uh it's nice and sealed now that kills about an hour or two of your time as you kind of take your take your time make sure that this is done correctly uh another few hours kind of rolls by as you see cypress begin to wake up um the sun's kind of rolling in and it's beginning to shine its way through as uh it's still raining but it's nowhere near as stormy as it once was uh we're gonna continue on then Okay. And have uh, a beer while we do it. Are you? Alrighty. Actually, um, a shot. Yeah. Okay, take a shot. Yep, that's what I just said. All, uh, you too. Are you guys taking <laughs> real <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Alright, oh well. Hang on. Alright, Capiel, let's, uh, let's sail on. Get it up there. Oh, you, you want to take a shot first? Yeah. <laughs> Here's to the fireball you gave me. <laughs> Cheers, Capiel. Mm -mm. God damn it. So after you two take your shot, you begin getting going as you're kind of tying up your knots. Uh, you see Cypress take care of the sail as he ties off two lines. The knots are nowhere near perfect, but you believe it would hold. Um, you kind of raise the anchor and check the rest of the stuff down as you're feeling pretty confident with it you're just kind of like all right let's get going about how close do you guys you guys are right around here and you know that you have like a half a day to a little bit over a day of travel to get the rest of the way there uh how far off of the shoreline would you like to stay i want to be half a mile from the shoreline so as you guys begin your day off you're kind of swinging around through this little cove and making your way up as you see large sets of cliffs kind of rolling around on this side of it as you begin coming to this little precipice sticking out, uh, you both you guys roll um, perception checks. I got a 20. Natural? Oh. Yeah, because I got a natural 22, baby. No, I got a 20 plus 3, 23. Okay, but we both got natural 20s. Yeah. So, both of you guys rolled fantastically. Um, so, as you guys are kind of turning this little edge following the coastline you see these massive cliff sides that kind of hang over you guys by a few hundred feet up into the air um 
But down at the base of them, you begin hearing, you see water splash. You don't really see anything jump into the water necessarily, but you see water splashing against the rocks as three splashes kind of drop in simultaneously. And you're not really hearing anything other than that, but you do see it as it kind of splashes in as you guys are getting a bit closer now. Uh, with your natural 20s, I suppose, uh, both of you kind of take notice as your ship's kind of getting a bit closer at this point as you see something flash by underwater on off to the right side of your ship. It's probably... 100 200 feet out just shallow underwater maybe five feet deep as you see something kind of swimming through and it's a fairly large size okay well then i'll i'll, I'll man the one harpoon and then i'll point it to the direction that, that we saw the splash and then uh since we saw something something shallow about 200 feet just kind of watch that area okay um is there anything specifically you're gonna do or just keep manning the helm of this ship and continuing on yeah, man in the ship. Yeah, hopefully, okay. Jakey, is your guy's name Cyrus? Cyprus. Hopefully, he's a good shot. So, as you guys continue along this little line, um, Cyprus, roll a investigation check for me at advantage since you're like directly focusing on this spot in the water. 13. 13. Okay, um, you have your eye on something as it appears to be darting closer and closer to you. Uh, it's probably 50 feet out at this point, as you see it kind of just focused directly onto your ship. Uh, as you see it coming at you, from under the deck, you hear a large thud. Okay, I'm going to shoot into the direction that I heard the thud. Uh, no, it's like directly Whoa. below you, the thud. It sounds like it's almost coming from like under your ship. Fuck. But you Is do see that other shadowy figure heading towards you as well. Okay, I'll shoot at the, the shadowy figure then. Uh, you fire off as you see it. You just quite didn't aim in front of it enough, and the rocking of the ship fucks you up as you shoot it probably 10 feet behind it. Okay, and, I'm going to uh, reel, you... reel real quick. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll a dexterity for me. Fuck. Five. Five? Uh, it's taking you a moment as now this other shadow... <laughs> this other shadowy figure... Uh, now you just see it drop beneath your boat as well, and you don't really have eyes on it as you hear another thud slam onto the base of your boat. Capiel, I think something's hooking onto the ship. God damn it. I knew we should have went closer to the shore. <laughs> I'm going to give the monsters what they want. They want Jakey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to toss me overboard? No. Nah. Yeah, walk the plank. No, I'm kidding. Uh, hello there. You hear the splash of water come from behind your ship as you begin hearing a light singing going off into the area. I need both of you guys to go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw for me. I got 11 plus 3. But it's a natural 20. You begin hearing this singing coming from behind the boat. Is it kind of a catches your attention for a moment there Elwyn you kind of get distracted as you've like taken your hands off the wheel and everything and you're kind of just focused on it for a moment as you snap out of it uh, you can't really see any of it yet as it appears to be behind but all of a sudden as you're there uh, you hear an even larger splash of water as this woman with a massive set of wings on her back and kind of like a mermaid bottom begins to fly up and into the air as it draws a blade off of its side, it dives directly towards you, Elwyn, with its blade out. 
as it comes at you, it stabs its sword into the deck of the ship uh, and then flies back up into the air. So it's now about 10 feet up right above you. Um, up next, we have Cypress, as you still hear the two things banging around on the bottom of your ship. And your ship is still kind of pointed off. You're, you're pointed out away from the land for now, which is good. So you're going off. Okay. I want to keep an eye out for that. I want to keep out like our direction so we don't, uh, what do we call that? Shipwreck or? Yeah, crash, crash the yeah, boat. Yeah, there's a specific word I can't think of. <laughs> but I want to keep an eye out so we don't crash our boat. But okay. as a, a bonus action, I want to take pull out the sleeve that I have in my pocket and tie it around my head like a bandana, but over my ears. Resist the sound of the siren. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh I'll give you advantage on your other rolls for doing that. Uh can I see the siren that's somewhat on a ship just floating above it? Yeah, you can see the one back here and it's flying up in the air and it's a fairly large size. So I'll get as close as I can on the right side of that ship. And then I'll cast a uh, chaos bolt. I'm going to use. Uh, oh Christ! I don't want to roll a one, so I'm going to use tides of chaos to re-roll my attack roll. So eleven on wild magic, so that's okay. But then for my attack, it's an eighteen. Okay, an eighteen's a hit. Okay, so it's going to be thunder damage, and it'll be fifteen. So just above your head, Elwin, you see a large blast of like this electrical ball. Is it? flies and just kind of collides into the chest of this beast. It lets out just a large scream into the area as you see kind of electricity jolting off the t- tips of its skin and it appears to be pretty hurt from that. I mean, it was a pretty pretty large blast. Um, so up next is you, Elwin. Okay, I'm going to use that one where the arcane shot and they get two Okay, so what one are you going to use? You have enfeebling uh, <clears throat> shot or you have your... Uh, you could choose to do this as well, which is piercing arrow, which is they roll against you. Okay, you want to use this one. Okay. Um, So go ahead and roll your d20. 21. 21. 21. 21. So 21, that's a hit. So. Maybe. uh, As you quickly turn up and draw your arrow, you fire off a shot as it kind of glows purple for a moment before you release the shot. Uh, you see it pierce into the belly of this beast as it just lets out another large scream into the air as a bit of blood begins to kind of pour from its side. You also have an extra attack, Jake, so you can attack again. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. You fire off another shot as now it's kind of expecting this one coming from you as it turns with its wing and it kind of, you see it scrape into the side of it as it ricochets off and flops off into the water. But you did cut into it a bit, but nothing too serious. Uh, so you have movement. You could move if you'd like to, Jake, to try and get it to a better spot, or you can stay right where you're at. I'm gonna move. Okay. As you fire off your two shots, you begin running across the deck as you kind of do a sweet little like fence hop, and you land like ten feet down onto the deck of this ship as you run and kind of lean your back up against the post, preparing for what's coming. Um, up next is going to be you see one of these beasts shoot up from the water on this side of the ship as it's now about 10 feet up into the air as well, and it begins letting out a large singing into the area. Elwyn, as you're kind of sitting on the deck, you're just getting more and more distracted, and as, like, the beauty of this beast begins to hit you a little bit heavier and heavier, as you're kind of, like, letting your bow down and giving away some sort of an advantage, and you almost don't feel the need to attack it as you kind of snap out of it just in time, as you're kind of still now prepared and ready once again. Uh, Cypress, 
you didn't have an issue is it's just kind of you're just tearing it muffled through the t-shirt that you've wrapped around your forehead up next you see another beast now flash flash oh, out of the man. water on this oh, side man. of your ship okay it's gonna swing down towards you elwin as it tries Damn. to hit short sword uh and it does you take seven points of damage as it slides down out of the air and lands onto the deck of the ship and just swipes into your chest as you kind of catch like a nice nice little gash right through the center of your chest but it's now like I love not I it stands a bit taller than you but it's on the deck and it's not flying uh up next we have that one as it's now pretty pissed as well and it comes flying down to you Cypress as it takes a swing at you it deals eight points of damage as it just cuts in and catches you right up onto your shoulder as it draws a bit of blood and it's now face to face with you as well and no longer flying uh up next we have you Cypress all right I'm going to use I'm going to use Witch Bolt at second level. As you cast it out, your electricity begins to hook onto it as you see it kind of snap through, snap free of your powers as it just hardly misses. Not a goddamn thing. Okay, well, I'm just going to sit there. I'm like, fuck you, bitch, and flip her off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it kind of perks its head to the side as it appears to be fairly confused by that. Um, up next <laughs> is you, Elf. Have you okay. got this one that you've hit before, and now this new creature who's also approached. I want to use, uh, the piercing arrow. Okay, on two. What one? I'm using it so on the you... ones, the one next to me, and the one... These two? Yeah, that's the one I'm going for. You're angling that way, the map's kind of fucked up. I'd say you could probably hit both of them, but they're gonna roll against you. Okay, so you hit this one, you hit. This one in the back is going to miss it, so go ahead and roll damage. Pull back your shot, and you begin to like enchant it with some of your powers. Uh, the arrow grows in size as you release it. This large blast begins sailing through the air. You see it pierce through the chest of this beast as it just blows out its back, and it begins flying towards this one as well as this one kind of does like a barrel roll in the air and manages to dodge it. Uh, you see this one drop dead onto the deck with just a large hole punched into its, like, sternum, basically. And just now a dark blackish red blood leaking onto the wood of your ship. Um, God damn it. Is there anything? I'm going to have to do? clean that up later. Can I use one of my <laughs> other action ones? You always have extra attack. And then, as well, you could use your action surge. But you do have an extra attack. Okay, I want to use it. Okay, on? The one next to me. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, archery. Right to the one next to me. So, as you draw back your arrow, begin to knock it to loosen it, uh, you fire off, and it's almost, it's kind of difficult with how close this beast is to you as you fire off, and you just shoot it wide as it kind of pierces back into the floor just behind it. Mama didn't raise no quitters. Attack. Archery. After quickly releasing another shot and missing, you knock another arrow quickly and fire off as it just shoots into the tail of this beast as it squirms and lets out a scream. Uh, both of them seeming fairly scared now. Is there any movement you'd like to do or is that your turn and you're done? No, I want to move. I want to go back <laughs> to where I was. So as, save a little bit of time, these two are going to move kind of at the same time, but they're going to come right within range of you as you see both of them kind of swoop towards you, Cypress, and they begin grabbing at their friend. So you see the siren with like some blonder hair as it reaches down to pick up its dead friend 
it grabs it by the torso as it begins kind of lifting up into the air and the other one kind of grabs onto the base of the tail a little bit of the lighter part end of it and they begin kind of trying to take off with their friend and they're going to all begin to try and fly away from you guys uh you'll both have an action before they take off completely is there anything you would like to do first cypress yeah i'm gonna do witch bolt again the one closest to me and you hear them speaking in some it's kind of a strange language as they're almost like crying out to each other okay, okay. speak it kyle i want to know no. speak it okay i'll do comprehend languages actually oh okay i didn't know he had that um so you kind of hear the two talking in between each other like i can't believe they killed becky like what the fuck and then the other one's like yeah, i know we were gonna God, sleep she's... with these guys <laughs> <laughs> they're now like pulling their dead friend through the air um and attempting to leave i'm gonna wave off is that all you want to do cypress is just wave by adam now yeah okay uh is there anything you want to do elwin or are you just gonna let them leave as well thinking i might attack them because i don't want them to come back okay what are you gonna attack with my arrows yeah you fire off a shot as it just goes up and kind of over their head as they're kind of like dropping up and down with the weight of their friend trying to catch the mare you just miss your shot as it goes over them you have an extra attack if you'd like to use it i'm gonna do okay. it fire off another shot as this one it comes close to them and you just see it spike into the dead body of the <laughs> Let out a loud screech between the two of them as you see it, like pulling this one off. Still, was the screech like an actual language that it's in, or it was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it was more just like a "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> he's dead. We came. <laughs> we came to party. Yeah. They're just our friend. Uh, and we've been sawing this whole time. So, how far are we actually to the land? Are are we close to like colliding? Should we? But you guys were going past like one of the high peaks, so you guys are have sailed away from the shore. But you're getting closer to your destination. As I mean, keep in mind this has only been three minutes of combat. All right, Cappy, I think they're gone. Let's uh, reposition ourselves to land up to the dock. All right, bend over. No, I'm just favor <laughs> 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 now. The fuck. Yep, you're right. So, repositioning. Okay, so they sail off and head back towards the coastline once again. You two begin rolling on on your journey. Uh, a few more hours pass, but nothing seems to jump out towards you guys as you guys successfully roll up to the dock. Uh, you now find yourself at the base of a hill that leads up, and you see this massive stone wall surrounding a large city with building tops peeking up over the wall. Uh, so we've made it to the dock. Yep. Capiel, you are some crazy shit, bro. You do some crazy things. Uh, I appreciate the ride. Uh, is there anything that you need me to do? Do you need me to offload this beer, or is this your personal stash? My personal stash. But you can take some if you'd like. You know what? I will. I'll, I'll take, I'll take uh, two bottles. Two bottles? Take a crate. Okay. I hope uh, Montaigne pays you well. Me too. <laughs> I think he paid me, right, Kyle? Uh, he already paid me, right? Montaigne paid you, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and then technically you're going to end up staying here and waiting for him to bring you back a message that you'll one day bring back to Montaigne as well. For the sake of brevity, we'll just go ahead and say that uh, he's paid you and you're just basically going to stay docked here. Uh, there's quite a few ships around here as some people are working at the docks as well. It's a fairly large. There's a few ships parked, people wandering around doing work. 
the rain's kind of let off as it's still a bit cloudy, but the sun's kind of peeking through most of it now as it's looking like a brighter day than before. I wish you safe travels on your way. Oh, wait, you're waiting for me on the way back. So uh... I'm staying here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're awful at goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. I'll see you in a couple hours, hopefully. <laughs> and I get the fuck off this boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see Cypress uh, hop down off the ship as he takes his stuff and begins walking into the thick crowds of workers, kind of making his way in between everyone. Uh, that's where we're going to go ahead and call today's session. Um, how'd you like it, Jake? Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was fun. You did some crazy yeah. shit, dude. <laughs> I thought you were going to fucking kill those guys earlier. We were like, 120 feet, 120 feet. I'm like, no, there's so many. <laughs> but it's all for dark I'm vision. just using my abilities. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought you were going to fire on them, too. I was like, this is going to get hectic. Thank you for listening to this episode of One Shot Dungeons. Everyone have a kick-ass day.